Hello world, it's Charmaine Campbell and I am back. Welcome to season two of Your Life Has Possibilities. This podcast is about your potential, purpose, and your spiritual walk. You should listen if you like straight talk, guidance, and a laugh here and there. Feel free to listen on your way to work, church, or while you're at the gym or cleaning up. I'm super excited about today. Today is episode 22 titled, Pull the Shades Down. That's right. Pull the Shades Down. I'm so excited because I had took my notes and did the research and all that good stuff to prepare for today's recording. And I wanted to listen to our church online before I presented this to the world. And I'm super excited because I received some confirmation while my pastor was speaking today. So I am so glad that I am following the leading of the Holy Spirit. That makes me glad. And I'm glad you're listening. That leads me to know that you are still in the land of the living and God is still yet on his throne and God is still yet blessing us. Despite what is going on in this world, we can still raise our hands and just say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's get right into it. Pull the shades down. So when you think about shades, you know, in your home, when do you normally pull the shades down? I thought about four different times that we normally pull the shades down. You probably can think of many more times. Just speak them out in your house as you listen. I normally pull the shades down when the sun is too bright or it's too hot outside. You're like, "Mm, let me close this. It's too much sun getting into the house, starting to burn my arm or whatever side of your face that the uh, sun is beaming through. Or when you don't want people to look in your house, you're like, oh, so many people walking by, close the shades or... Um, when you are on your way to bed, you know, when it's the end of the day, it's time for you to get some rest. So you have to close the shade so that you can go to another part of your house and rest and relax your body. Or the last one I thought about is when there are distractions and you need to focus, you know, when you're working on a paper or you are praying or you're focused on something, you're working on a project or or whatever you need to give your full attention to it. You have to pull the shades down so that you're not distracted by what's outside because it's so easy for us to look out the window and say, Oh, look at that bird. Oh, oh, look at that piece of paper rolling down the street. Oh, look at that car. I wonder what they're talking about. Oh, look at that dog over there. So when there are distractions, you pull the shades. And so there are, you know, many other reasons we pull the shade down. And uh, as I thought about this topic, I reflected on um, a series. I just watched the self-made series. If you have not watched it on Netflix, I suggest you watch it. It's really, really good. The story of Madam CJ Walker. And those of you who have been following me since season one, you know, in season one of your life has possibilities on episode five, I had a podcast, an episode titled, thank you, Madam Walker, where you heard my family of entrepreneurs, my mother, my grandmother, and my cousin who are all cosmetologists, licensed professional cosmetologists with their um, salons and they discuss black hair care. And I realized this conversation could not take the place if Madam CJ Walker hadn't paved the way. And so as I watched the four um, episodes on the first one, I said, let me get out my iPad as I talk about on season two, start taking notes when you see something good taking place because it can spark some ideas, some creativeness in your own self. 
And I took some notes. So if you have your journal, please grab out your journal and write down these nuggets. I pulled from all four episodes. Yes, I was watching TV and taking notes. Don't judge me. It was good stuff that I could refer back to. It was good, good, good. So you should watch it. So in the Netflix series, Self Made, um, she started to, Madam CJ Walker lost her hair, okay, from stress from the reality of life, from what was taking place in the 1800s with African-Americans. And so um, as women and as men, we know when you're in stressed out situations, it can cause our bodies to um, produce different ailments, you know, high blood pressure, diabetes, you can start to have different underlying issues you don't know about until you go to the doctor. And when they start to ask you questions, you realize you have been under much burden and stress and pressure. And, um, in this first episode, you see her losing her hair. And so you see in desperate times, it called for desperate measures. And this woman came knocking on her door and she had this miracle hair grower. And as I said, desperate times calls for desperate measures. Now she doesn't know anything about this product. And I know for myself, my hair is, um, something that I take serious. You know, you don't want to lose your hair. And a lot of women, you know, they like short hair, they like long hair, some like dreadlocks, some like braids, but you want to always have nice hair because when your hair is becoming, you know, it it, it brings out your outfit, your attitude, your confidence. There's just so much that comes with your hair. So she allowed this woman to put this stuff on her hair. And over time, it started to grow. But what happened when she asked the woman, can I be a part of your team? Can I help you sell this product? The woman basically shut her down and said, no one wants to look like you. You're dark skinned. You're poor. And everyone wants to look at me because I'm beautiful. I'm light skinned. I have long hair. I am the depiction of beauty. Women want to look like me. And so from that point on, you start to see her reflect reflect back on when she lived on the plantation. And so as you watch this, you will see this story play out in each episode of Self-Made. And she made up in her mind, hold up, I'm going to create my own hair grower. And I'm going to prove to you that God can bless me just like he's blessed you. And it taught me that when people count you out, you get on your knees and you pray and remember that God is smiling down on you. I always say this, God does not have a respect a person. Just like he has blessed someone else, he will bless you the same way as long as you keep him first. And so what I notice is she says, I can't be a washerwoman the rest of my life. There's no way I'm going to continue to wash people's clothes and sweat and make nothing. When there are 3 million black women in the world at that time, she said that she said, if there are 3 million black women and if I can get every one of them to buy one of my hair growers, I can be a millionaire. She saw that she had a vision. And this is why I always tell people your life has possibilities. You just have to see the vision. You have to see it for yourself and you got to put in the work. And you know what she did? She went from door to door by foot. She didn't ask for any handouts. She wasn't born with a silver spoon. She didn't have rich parents. She didn't have a rich family, but she did it. And she knew what it took. It took hard work. And she says this, God blesses the child that has its own. 
And I thought about a book um, that I've read, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And the seventh habit is sharpening your saw. And as the episodes play out, you will see she didn't have any education. She didn't go to college and get all of these vast degrees. What she did was she got her hands on books about her practice, about business, and she read. She pulled the shades down got out of the distraction and the chaos of the world and sharpened her saw. She sought out different ways, different ways you can create hair products. And she tried over and over again. She learned the science behind sulfur about fire and the temperature and and how our hair grow and and how to um, press hair and curl hair and the different types of hair. And it was just beautiful. And I noticed that the different women that she went to looked like her and she lifted up those women. And I realized if I can lift one person up, then they can lift someone else up and they can lift someone else up. And it's like a chain reaction of a positive, positive lift in our world. And that's what God wants, my friend. That is what God wants in his kingdom is for us to show love, the love that only he can give for us to lift and motivate and encourage and exhort one another. To bring out the best in others. And she showed that you can beat the enemy, slay the enemy, and fight the good fight that leads to wonderful opportunities. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when you pray for others, when you are sincere and you positively lift up another person, God will bless you. He will start to open up doors and work miracles in your life that will blow your mind and blow the enemy's mind. People will start to wonder, how in the world is this happening? And that reminds me of a song um, by Mary Mary. It's the God in me. If you listen to those words, that that song has a lot of meaning behind it. People may see all of the blessings you have, but they don't understand behind closed doors. You are on your knees praying and seeking the Lord for direction. Okay, so back to this, um, back to self-made. So this lady, Addie Monroe, that helped her was trying to compete with her. The same woman that wouldn't give her an opportunity, the same woman that wouldn't support her, the same woman that had made it and didn't want to reach down and pull up another sister, got jealous, got envious, and moved all the way to the city she moved to and tried to compete. Isn't that like the enemy? You find yourself trying to set yourself apart, trying to do good, trying to be a blessing for others. And here come that enemy. Here he comes snaking his way into your life. But in this um, episode, she says, hard work and dedication to Christ, you will always win. And so you have to see it clear as day, your vision. You have to be able to see it. And you, as you watch self-made, you will see her having flash flashes of her life, flashes that God is presenting to her. And she starts to see it to come to come to fruition. And people started knocking her down and saying, you can't do that. There's no way you can do that. But she started to live out Matthew 19, 26 with men 
it seems impossible with, but with God, all things are possible. And it played out over and over and over again in this show. I love this show, Self Made. I'm not a cosmetologist, but I believe that all things are possible. And I believe that God doesn't give you a vision for no reason. I truly believe that God has a purpose for each and every one of us. And he would not drop that vision into your spirit if he's not going to provide provision. He gives you a vision because he's going to provide for that vision to come to fruition for his purpose, for his kingdom. And while the enemy is gallivant, and guess what? God is turning everything around at the devil meant for evil around for your good. And she said this profound statement when her husband did something to her, I won't give it all away. She said this, never run back to what broke you. Woo, took me out. I rewinded. Never run back to what broke you. I ain't going back to nothing negative. Why would I go back to something that made me feel bad? Something that made me feel ugly and despicable and gross. No, I'm pressing towards the mark of the high calling. I'm pressing towards victory. I'm walking in victory and I'm claiming victory because my life has possibilities. So with that said, I suggest you watch self-made. So let's go back to the four points I mentioned at the beginning. So when we, different times that we pull the shades down. So if you have your journal, let's um, continue to take some notes. Number one, I mentioned you pull the shades when it's hot outside. And we know that life can become so difficult, so hard that it makes you feel hot on the inside. It's just too hard to handle. And we pull the shades down thinking we can get away. But if you remember the story in the Bible where the three Hebrew boys were bound and placed in the furnace, but Jesus was in the midst of the fire with them and they were not hurt. You have to remember that when life gets hard, when you're feeling downtrodden, when the trials and tribulations come, when you have nowhere to turn, no support, no one in your corner, no one speaking positivity, you must remember the covenant that God made with you, that he will never leave you nor forsake you, that he is always going to be with you. He has a a beginning and an end for you, a positive end for you. You just have to make it to the end. Place all your understanding in Christ. Lean not to your own understanding. Number two, when you don't want people looking in on you, you know, you have um, nothing to hide, but you don't want those busybodies, haters, naysayers, um, all in your personal business. You know, the word says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 10 through 12, that we should make it a goal to live a quiet life, to mind our own business and working with our hands. We don't want to allow everyone to know everything that's going on with us because God has some things for us that is just for you. And you don't want people getting into your business and spreading it and putting mud on your name. And, and distracting you from what God has for you because they're, they caught hold of something good that God has going in your life or he's doing in your life. And now they're trying to pull it down out of you and, and distract you or deter you from doing that good thing. 
So sometimes you got to pull the shades down so others can't look in and peek into what God is blessing you with. In due time, in due season, God will reveal it. And number three, you know, we pull the shades down at the end of the day when we need some rest. And it's so important that we rest our minds and our bodies. Um, I'm learning that more and more during this time of quarantine. Um, anybody that knows me know that I go to bed early. Um, so I get my, my hours of rest on a nightly basis. But during this time, I've been resting more and meditating and, and truly allowing my body to um, soak up the vastness of God to truly hear from him. And I, I can only do that if I rest my mind. And um, in order for us to be productive beings, guess what? We have to rest. We have to rest. We must rest to have peace, to have ease, to have refreshment. We must understand that God is very serious about rest. <laughs> you know, um, it's so funny to me how God operates and moves because sometimes your body can become ill because he needs you to rest. You know, he will find different ways for you to rest if you are being disobedient and not allowing your body to, um, how can I put it, recover. Recover from just the daily, everyday living. You know, conversations and ordeals and situations and thoughts and and having to solve problems. That's a lot. I tell people, you know, in my job, I'm a problem solver. And I have to think often. And um, to me, I'm more drained at the end of the day as if I've been laboring, you know, on a, on a, um, in a factory, you know, because when you have to constantly think and constantly um, reflect, it takes a lot out of you. And so spending this time to rejuvenate and refresh my body has been a true blessing to me. And, um, and, and understanding the seriousness about rest, because when we rest, guess what? This is the kicker. We have to trust that God will take care of things for us. When we are not toiling and having anxiety and worry and trying to solve everything on our own and we just rest and give that burden to God, we are showing him that we have faith and that we trust he will take care of the situation. Um, we must trust that if we take a day off, the earth will not stop on its axis because I didn't do this or I didn't see this through. I didn't make that phone call. I didn't check that email or I didn't make that meeting. Guess what? The earth is still going to turn on its axis. The work is still going to be there. People still going to be doing what they do. So take that time out, my friend, and rest and pull away. Pull away. If you notice with the podcast, I haven't taken a big break like I did after season one, but I needed that rest. You know, in season one, I was kicking them out every week, but now I take time with each episode. And I know that when the episode comes out, it's going to be a blessing to the hearer, whether it takes once a month or biweekly or every week. I follow the leading of the Lord. And that is what God wants us to do is to trust him, to have faith and believe that he's going to solve the problem. He's going to open the door and that he has our back. And the last point I said was point number four. 
This point is so very important. We want to pull the shades down to ward off distractions. And the reason why I feel this one is so important because we're all distracted. You know, as humans, we're naturally distracted. And uh, what I've learned over time is that distractions keep you from productivity. Have you ever had that buzzing brain like you're trying to focus on something, especially when you're trying to read the word of God and you're trying to get an understanding? That's why whenever I read, before I read, I pray and ask the Lord to provide me with understanding, but also for me to keep my focus because that's it seems like that's the prime time the enemy is coming and your brain is just buzzing. You're thinking about this. You're thinking about that. What's going to happen with, you know, just so many thoughts. It's almost like. Um, you ever seen a busy city like downtown and traffic is going, horns are going, lights are going, people are talking, people are laughing. That's what it sounds like in your mind. And and, and this is called natural distraction. Um, and these distractions causes us not to be able to listen and think carefully, to be still, to pray or to meditate. Um, I read an article that says our attention often run. Listen to this often runs to what's important to us so distraction can reveal what we love. Ooh, I'll read that again. Our attention often runs to what's important to us so distraction can reveal what we love. When we are regularly distracted by something, we need to take note. We need to take note because our distractions They are a heart revealer. And I want to read something to you about being a heart revealer. When we are regularly distracted by something, we need to take note. Our attention often runs to what's important. So distractions can reveal what we love. And this happened to Jesus's friend, Martha. Martha was so busy in the kitchen. Guess what? Jesus was in her home teaching and she up in the kitchen. When Martha complained that her sister Mary wasn't helping because she was sitting at Jesus' feet, guess what? She should have been at Jesus' feet. Jesus replied, this is what he said, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. And you can find this story in Luke 10, 41 and 42. Which one are you? Are you Martha or are you Mary? Are you Martha toiling in the kitchen and trying to do too much, team too much, hashtag team too much? Or are you Mary taking time to get away from the distractions, the worry, the anxiety, the burdens, the chaotic life? And getting at the feet of Jesus and learning what his word is saying to us in this season. Martha was distracted from Jesus. By what? Guess what she was distracted from? By serving her guests. Why? Because she was anxious. Anxious about what? Guess what she was anxious about? Feeding everyone. And in all likelihood, anxious about what everyone would think of her in her household if she didn't do well. How many times have we been caught up with anxiousness based off of what someone else thinks about us? 
we won't work in the kingdom or we won't create that new um, business. We won't go back to school. We won't encourage someone else. We won't pray for someone else because we fear what someone else would think about us. God is not nearly as interested in our efficiency as he is in our faith. I'll say that again. God is not nearly as interested in our efficiency as he is in our faith. But guess what? Martha didn't realize that. Don't be like Martha. Her distraction. She didn't even recognize she was distracted until Jesus helped her see her heart. And that's why it's so important to pull the shades down, to get in your prayer closet and to meditate so Jesus can help you see your own heart. I'm speaking to myself. Sometimes we have to be quiet and be still so God can reveal to us what's in our heart, what's cluttering our heart, what's stopping us from being purified. What's stopping us from truly hearing the possibilities of our life? Because sometimes we can think we're doing everything right by serving everybody. And that's what she thought. Martha thought she was doing everything right by serving everyone. But Jesus pointed out to Martha that her values were disordered, discombobulated, all out of service. She wasn't putting Jesus first. But Jesus pointed out to her and he shifted her attention from the greater importance to the lesser. So remember this. So in our busyness, we must ask, what is the real distraction? What does our heart desire? Are we choosing the good portion, seeking the great one thing? Psalms 27 and 4. Or something less. Are you fulfilling your purpose? Are you meditating on what God is telling us about the possibilities? What are we doing? It's time for us to pull the shades down. I pray that you enjoyed and you were blessed by episode 22, Pull the Shade Down. I pray that every listener faces and sees a miracle this week and you are blessed and you understand what it means to get alone and meditate and hear what God is saying to you. As always, I promise to tell you what I'm reading. I am on the last chapter of Jonah and Interrupted Life. And um, it's getting good, so I'm ready to open up a new book, but I'm almost done with Jonah and Interrupted Life by Priscilla Shire. I'm listening to Kiki, woo, Kiara, Kiara Shear's new album. Wow. This girl can sing. I love her new her new album. There's a lot of songs on here I like, but I would say my top three um, is always when something has to break and it keeps happening. She She's really showing her maturity on this new album. Always remember to visit www.yourlifehaspossibilities.com. There are loads of updates on my website. And there's some new links, some updates coming this week. So more and more, um, you'll see the website continue to unfold and bless your entire family. 
There's a link on there called Possible Parents. There's a link on there called Possible Kids. So there's something for everyone on this website. Also remember to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Your Life Has Possibilities. If you know someone who would be a good person to be featured on Your Life Has Possibilities, if you remember, remember from season one, I do different interviews and I like to feature people. Um, please reach out to me and give me their name and I'll reach out to them. We'll connect and we'll see how, um, we can make the podcast better by, um, interviewing those individuals. Also remember to subscribe and write a review, whichever platform you're listening on. If it's Apple, Google breaker, Stitcher, um, anchor, uh, what's the other one? Google podcast on Google music. It's on like 10 different platforms. Find a way to subscribe, like, and write a review. I love to hear what the listeners are saying about um, the podcast. I want to truly be a blessing to God's kingdom, and I can be a blessing by blessing you all. And I want to make sure that what I am speaking about on the podcast makes sense to my listeners. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you to each and every person that subscribed. Remember to share with all of your loved ones, all of your friends, share with anyone you know. Everyone have a blessed, blessed week.